Hey everyone, this is Heather and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called, Is the Joy Really in the Journey? And the reason for this title today is because it's something people say often when people are not hitting their goals. It's like, oh, but the the joy is in that journey. It's the getting there. That's the fun part. Are we just feeding ourselves some BS or is this a real thing? Let's dig into it today, guys. Thanks for joining. So I'm all for positivity. You know me. Um, oh, but looks like my little co-host is here. <laughs> Not only is the dog here, but I can hear full bird babies in the background. So this is going to be a colorful episode. <laughs> all the animals want to be here today. I feel like Snow White at times. It's crazy. Anyway, okay. So I want to get into this because truly I feel like, like I was saying, I'm all about positive energy, but I feel like this is sometimes, oh my gosh, really dog? (laughs) I feel like um, sometimes it's easier to say that to people who are not achieving because it makes them feel better. Like, oh, you're, you're doing the fun part now. Like when you get there, it's whatever, but you know, this is the part, this is the good stuff. Like really, (laughs) this is what I always want to say. Like the struggle bus to me is not the good part. So let's differentiate a little bit between just a cop out and truly when the journey should be the enjoyable part of things. So I know I've told you all before that I work with a lot of grieving individuals and often we talk relationships. So it's a big part of what I do every day is, you know, helping people with trying to figure out if they can find when you feel like you have your soulmate and the love of your life. If you lose that, that idea of looking for it again, there's two very different lines. Like some people are hard. No, I had it. I'm good. And then there's people who just are like, you know what? I need that again. That was like my fuel. That love was what I need. And now I know it's out there. I need to find it again. So, you know, there, I talk relationships often, even though it seems odd because I'm working with the grieving, but it's because this is such a very big part of our lives. It's like love is at the center of everything, right? What are we doing here on this earth if we're not, you know, doing it for love and for family and for all of the feel good stuff, right? So in talking about relationships, I will say this. I do believe in relationships, the very most fun and enjoyable part, I will say. Like the spice, the the excitement part is in the journey. It's in the like, you know, that finding of an of a person for the first time, the first kiss. Like remember those early feelings? Like the early feelings of love are so powerful. I do think maybe that's where this whole idea sort of sprouted from because it really is the fun. Like, you know, the first time that the kiss happens and the butterflies are in your stomach is like something that Throughout a relationship, often people are trying to re-get that spark back because it was like, that's the most fun part is the early on. I mean, I was like, I feel like going back to high school days, that was my addiction was like trying to win over someone's heart. And then like, as soon as I got it, I was like, almost like over it already. I was already like, 
I, that's why I couldn't hold a solid relationship for a really long time because those early feelings, that dopamine that you get from those like early rushes and emotional, you know, sparks was the part that like if it faded and it didn't stay, I was looking for it again. You know, I mean, so, but arguably to the contrary, once I was in a committed relationship where I had a husband who I never worried about loyalty, one of the most attractive things I think any partner can do is be so loyal, so into their partner that they just have like, um, you know, like tunnel vision and can't even see everything else. Like even if they see it, it's like, yeah, but look what I've got. Like my husband was just that way. It was like, but look at this prize. Like I have the ultimate prize. Like I see you and you're beautiful, but like, did you see my wife? Like he was just that way. And that feeling, oh my gosh, like levels above the early butterflies. So I don't think that it's all just the journey because once I actually got it and had it and lived it for a long time, it got better with age. So I think sometimes saying like when someone's out there searching for their forever person and people are like, whoa, 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 slow down, you know, the joys in the journey. I don't know that I fully embrace it in some situations because I do think it gets deeper and richer and better with time like a fine wine. <laughs> so in that sense, I'm like, well, I don't want to discourage people from trying to get their beautiful dreams fulfilled because they're dreaming of it because they they witness it, right? They see couples that have been together so long and have that deep trust. And that is like the most appealing thing in a partner is a deep trust, right? So I feel like sometimes when people aren't getting what they want, people will try to say to them, well, you know, it's really, this is the part you should be relishing. But all that does is just slow them down. You know, they were already on the right path. They knew what they were headed towards. And you sort of made it sound like, hey, no, this is the best part. It's just going to get crappy from here on out. And I don't agree with that. I actually think when that happens to people, either you haven't put in the good work to make sure that it's, it's a solid relationship, or you might have picked the wrong partner, you know? So... This, that's how I would apply it in the relationship piece. But now there's other things like, I mean, if you think about career, right? For people who are, you know, working their way up and they have a goal, like I want to run this company someday, but they're starting at the bottom. I, I get the idea of like the joys and the journey. I, I still hear it and I understand what you're saying, but yet let's not stifle the progress that they were making towards that goal. They had that vision, they were headed towards it. And then when we say things like that, it's like it pumps the brakes a little bit. And I don't know that they're going to have more enjoyment down on their way up. Now, why I think that this statement has held so firmly and keeps getting repeated is because what is really enjoyable and the part that most people like, glaze by like they just they cruise through it and so they forget to enjoy the ride there and so I think the best way to do that is to really celebrate every single win along the way so in my own business um a company that I started with that um has been helping me to be basically grow a business as a coach they gave me a bell and you're supposed to ring this bell every time you have a success. And you know what's funny? Just like 
Pavlov's dog, you know, with the the training that happens here is like, I immediately like, I want to hit that bell when good things happen in my life all the time now, because it is like, yes, it's like that. Take a second, boom, hit that bell and really sit and relish in it for a second. Like sit in it, sit with it, feel good. Like let that sink in. Look where I came from. So when I first started my business, I was like, all I need is to be in front of people. Like, it's just, I don't have the audience. If I had the audience, it'd be good. I, so I set a goal. I said, in this first year, I want, this is my, you know, I think it was like a 3000 member goal. I said, I need 3000 people who are in my target population in my group. And I passed it and I didn't even celebrate it. Like I, I got that. I said it. I had it in my mind's eye that this is what I need. This is what I'm going to get this year. And I did it. And then I didn't even, I kind of just cruised past that milestone. So I think that's why that people started saying that. Cause it's like, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Just pause and take it in for a moment. Cause otherwise, if you're already looking to the next goal, okay, so now I've got the members. Now I need to have, you know, that the conversions. I want these people converting from just members to paying clients. Like, and then if I put all my focus on that, I haven't even like celebrated the last accomplishment yet. And I'm already moving on to what else I need or want. So the problem with that is you're never going to feel successful. Like if you don't stop to say, "Woo, I did it right. I made it up that rung and now I'm higher than where I started. And I did that with my own, you know, work and my own um, vision and my own dedication and, you know, efforts and things. Like if you don't just sit with that and let that sink in, you could still feel like you're looking at the very end goal is the only way in which you succeeded. But you have to look at every little goal along the way as a success and celebrate it appropriately before you move on to thinking again of the bigger picture you haven't accomplished yet. Because it'd be real easy for me to be like, no, but I set a goal of making X amount of money in a year and I'm not there. Well, then you're probably never going to feel successful until years and years down the line, maybe. But like, what the heck? You haven't been doing nothing. And if you don't celebrate where you're at and where you've come from and recognize the difference there, then it's like, wow, I haven't even seen myself grow. I haven't even been able to say, look what you did. Like there is some pride that is important to like have within yourself and just go, I am so capable. So Slowing down is one thing, you know, just to like acknowledge every little win along the way. Get yourself a bell, whatever, <laughs> you know, pet yourself on the back. But um, truly like celebrating, I celebrate it with my kids. We talk about it. All of that helps for me to be like, yeah, you know what? You are accomplishing things. And I mean, I feel like my kids seeing that is actually just as important to the success. If you don't share it with others, um, it is good to have pride in yourself and you don't want to be boastful, but it is good to like, like the whole reason I'm doing it. Why do I want to like grow my own company? I mean, I could easily go out and get a job working for someone else, but I want to have my own success and feel like, you know what, when you set your mind to something, you can do it. You can do anything. And that's what I'm trying to teach my children. So if I don't stop to let them see it, then it's like, they might just always see me struggling to get to the end thing and not getting there. And then the message they're walking away with is you could put in a whole bunch of effort and time and money and not get to your goal. And that's not what I want them to take away from this. I don't, I'm not even huge on like 
this whole goal setting thing. I'm more about just achieving things, you know, and whatever they are. I mean, I set out to help people and I'm helping people. I set out to have a lot of people um, in my groups and able to hear my message. And I got that. Um, I always wanted to podcast and blog. I'm doing those things. Like if I don't stop and say, hey, look at what is happening here. It's you can get so busy with moving forward that you forgot that like things are happening. (laughs) You know, it's not that you forget, but like you really do you miss the enjoyment part. I guess that's what it is. You don't want to miss the fact that things are happening that you wanted to have happen because that's worth celebrating, you know? And so why are so many of us in the zombie like mode of like just going through the daily grind? It's because we don't stop to go, holy cow, like look back at yourself, like whether it be like, you know, college years for some of you or back when you were in high school, whatever when you were setting like where you wanted to head, did you do any of it? Like, did you actually get this great degree and this wonderful job? Did you, you know, get to work right away and build your way up through a company by proving yourself all the time? And like, you're making more money than when you started. Did you um, find a way to work for the exact company that you really wanted to do one day? Like anything, just just look back so that you can really see how far you've come. And I think that that is really how to do both, you know, to be able to enjoy the journey on the way, but to also fully stay tuned. Like I'm still moving ahead. Like I don't, I think that the problem is like when people pump the brakes and halt everything because it's like, um, no, no, I should be, in the moment and enjoying this. This is going to be the fun part. I don't really need to get there. That's not like, you know, there's time later. I should be enjoying this. That's kind of like stifling your own progress. And I don't think that that's really what you should be doing either. I think like, what do they always say that, um, success loves speed. Is it success loves speed? That doesn't sound right. Money loves speed. No. What is it? There's a saying. Oh gosh, you guys. <laughs> One of those days. It's just not coming to me. I think it is success loves speed. Well, anyway, someone will correct me and that's fine. Whatever it is, I think all of the above are true. I think that, you know, when you when you move quickly and you I mean it's really like the law of attraction at work. The universe loves speed. God loves when we move swiftly. Like, yes, enjoy what you have accomplished and take the time out for personal enjoyment and all that. But like, if you really want to succeed, you got to keep moving forward. Cause if everybody else is still moving forward and you're sitting there like enjoying the journey, then maybe you're not still headed towards, it's like the bugs, right? (laughs) Head towards the light. And it's not to say you're going to get zapped when you get there. It's just like, you got to have that end goal in your sight and then so that you're even headed in the path in the right direction. Right. And that movement and constant movement. So if you get a spark of inspiration, start working towards it, like start literally doing action steps to get there and just don't stop. Like don't like, take an action step and then, oh, I'm going to go have a snack and I'm going to go have a quick break or get on the phone with my mom. I'm going to go do, you know what I mean? And fold a load of laundry. I'm going to no, keep working, keep working. That inspiration is like a little fire inside you and let it go. And then if you hit a point where you're like, 
oh, I really don't know where to go here. Like, I'm not sure what to do next. That's your break. That's when go fold the laundry, go for a quick walk, have your lunch, take your break. And that's when more stuff will get like downloaded almost. It feels like all of a sudden, ooh, this divine, you know, dumping of information. I've got so much. I can't wait to like get this all out there and start going on it. Like that's when all of those little things happen. Uh, for me, I used to have it, the shower was the best time. It took me a while to realize why that was happening, but it's because I'm so on the go all the time that the shower was one of the few times that I didn't have any sounds. Like I didn't have the television in the background or of you know my music playing or a podcast running um, or I wasn't you know distracted by having conversations with my kids or you know picking up and cleaning house while I'm doing things so my mind wasn't having to be split you know the split attention thing in the shower it was like you know removal of all of that and literally just, you know, washing your body is like something that you do without thought at this point. You you don't have to really concentrate too hard. So my brain would just all of a sudden get so many ideas. It got to a point where I started bringing a recording device when I would get in the shower so that if something came to me, I could just talk out loud and record myself carefully, not electrocuting myself, but <laughs> so that that way I could get this stuff you know, recorded and before it like left my brain because it was just coming through so fast. But it's truly because we need to stop and slow down more often um, in the way of turning off everything else and just being really focused. It doesn't mean, you know, go and just, you know, float on a raft in the river and, you know, I have a, a margarita or river. That's not necessarily it. Keep working on what you're working on but give your brain the space to like receive and download all this good stuff that wants to come to it because, you know, otherwise it's like, we're not really receiving. It's more like having this like bouncy, I picture those little mitt things where like, it's almost like a trampoline bouncy pad, you know, so something hits and just bounces off. Like it's coming at you, but you're not really able to absorb it and let it stick to you. You need to Velcro, <laughs> right? So when these things are coming at you, you've got a way to like, to take care of it and not just put it off. Uh, I'm somebody who will very quickly forget things also if I'm like distracted. So I have to have strategies available for that. So when the stuff comes, it doesn't just come and then I lose it as quick as I get it. Um, all right. I've got a lot more to say on this, but I have just gone on and on straight through to uh, my halfway point here. So I'm going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. There's so much more good stuff to come. Hey guys. So I finally got my monthly subscription offer up and running. I had a lot of people asking for a less expensive way to work with me. Um, and this is the best of both worlds because it's still loaded with good content. You get weekly group coaching, you get weekly posts about how I'm doing things, how I'm getting through my own grief process, what my strategies are, and almost every topic I can think of is covered inside of this group, um, as well as getting access to my library of all my past lives and posts. So this is the first time that I've done something like this. I'm super excited about it. It's 
even less expensive than it was to work with me in a one-to-one -one capacity. For those of you who were with me early on when I used to do that, it's only $33 a month and you can stop at any time. So it really is for anybody who thinks that they need a little bit of extra coaching. You can come in, try it out for just the $33 and then you can hop out if, it, if you decide it's not for you. There's no, you know, you have to stay in for a certain time limit. So come in, get everything you can out of it. If you decide like, oh, I love this and I want more and you want to stick around on a month to month, you can do that. If you decide, you know what, that was enough. I just needed to sort of get inside there and check it out. That can be all you ever do. But um, I, if you're interested and um, want a link to join that monthly subscription, I will drop that link in today's podcast description. So make sure you hop over there and grab it. And now guys, back to the show. I think the reason why the expression that the joy is in the journey irritated me so much was because it felt very condescending when I would hear it. Because it's almost like the only people who ever seemed to say it were successful people. Because they have already achieved their sort of life goals. They were already making massive amounts of money. They were already having successful book deals. They were already having, you know, and they're like, on these talk shows saying the joy is in the journey and it felt insincere because it, I always wanted to say the only reason you're saying that is because you're through the journey and on the other side and have accomplished your goals and now looking back at your life you're probably saying oh wow there was a lot of fun getting here uh, that was actually the best part. Well, that's easy in hindsight, right? So that you, I think that's what used to irk me about the saying was like successful people say it. But now I'm starting to realize there's a little more to it than just that. They actually have done the entire path. So only then can you really judge what the best part is, you know, until we actually get to the end goal. It's hard for us to say for certain, you know, whether or not the end is the best or the journey was the best. And um, and so I guess for me, instead of making these big end goals, I've just eliminated that altogether. Um, it's more like my whole life is just a journey, you know, I mean, really, when is the journey done? It's just when we're basically getting laid to rest, right? Otherwise, you're on the journey. So if you start to view it like that, it doesn't feel like the only way in which you get your success is once you hit some finish line and have a, a project fulfilled, you know, or a, a life goal that has been box checked. And I think if you can look at it from that point of view, suddenly you feel a lot more successful along the way, you know, because everything you've accomplished is a win. It's not just when you finally get through the finish line. And so now I find myself celebrating things all the time, you know, even just the house getting clean feels like a win. You know what I mean? Like it just feels freeing and good. And like every single little accomplishment is a celebration for me. And then you find yourself really celebrating a lot of things and always being on the journey, which is the good part. So then even if you do get, let's say like for you, it was, you know, starting your own business. When you finally get the business started, you don't feel like, okay, I'm at the end and looking back and the journey was great. No, you're still on the journey. You know what I mean? The, the business is never, and I don't think that's true of anybody, by the way. I don't think we ever feel fully fulfilled. I feel like no matter what, we're always setting the next goal, the next mountain to climb. Um, and it's just, that's good. That's like a human drive. That's part of our inner workings that 
I think that's a God-given thing, like to want more for yourself, to keep striving for more because you should never be complacent and happy with having life achieved. And, and I know I said this many times on this podcast, but when my husband spoke those words, it was sort of like, that's when he passed. He said, I could die a happy man. If I like, if I died today, like I have officially accomplished everything I set out to do. And I think it was two weeks later that we got the information that he had these brain tumors. Um, so really, really unusual if that's just coincidental timing. But I guess my point is like, if you look at this whole life as just a journey and you're enjoying every aspect of it along the way and you never feel like, okay, now I can say I've done it all. I've gotten it all. Everything I ever wanted, it's all done. You don't want life in your rear view mirror. You know what I mean? You still want to be on the path and know that there's more because that's fun. You know, what could it be? Like, I feel like it gives me this whole new childlike curiosity with like, what's going to be this next thing dropped on my lap? Because at this point, like... I could never have foreseen where I'd be right now a couple years ago. Never. And this is just bizarre. It's like a weird way that my life has sort of turned, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, let's be truthful. I would have my husband by my side still. I would not have eliminated him from this equation. But there has to be a reason for even that. So I just continuously, like give thanks like a whole heck of a lot of gratitude because I know people who've had major loss like me who've never gotten out of the bed who I mean this is the hardest part is just this week reading these posts people were putting in about how now they no longer leave their house they're they're terrified after losing their loved one they don't even leave their home and yet I am striving you know so I have a lot to be grateful for and it's not to say that there aren't moments where you know, it would just all feel easier to just stay in and not put myself out there. Um, of course, like that element of safety that comes with, um, you know, never taking a risk and just sort of, you know, isolating yourself. I mean, yeah, it feels really easy. Life feels really easy from your pajamas on your couch, but it doesn't feel good and fulfilling. It doesn't feel passion filled it doesn't feel like love or any of these higher energies it feels like life got sucked out of your soul you know what I mean like so it really does feel like content and comfort in the way of like not having to be putting any risk or any like any kind of hurt or anything in your path but it doesn't leave you feeling like I don't know how do I explain it it's almost like a flat line that's what I picture is like the center line just flat right there's no longer these joy spikes there's no longer even these these hard drops you know and dips but it's like you need those in order for the highs to feel so high like why does the journey feel so darn good it's because once you've had low points where like you've failed at trying to do something when you succeed, oh my gosh, does it feel so much better. Like I've never had a, a success that felt as good as the ones that followed a failure. You know what I mean? Like if everything is just kind of easy peasy in your life and yeah, I'll do this, now I'll do that. And there's not any of these bumps in the road, then it's like flatline. It feels like flatline. 
the highs don't even feel exciting. The lows don't even feel dark. It's just bleh. <laughs> it is a life of meh. <laughs> and I'm not up for it. Like, I'm not here to just pass the time until it's my time. Like, I'm not just here, like, waiting for my turn for God to take me. And I hear that expression a lot within my Facebook group of grieving soulmates that they're just waiting for it to be their time. And I went through it. I have been there. It is dark. It is boring. It is lifeless. And it's slow ticking. Let me tell you, the clock doesn't go very fast when you are a robot in the middle of life just going through the motions. Not at all. You will find the longest days of your life when you're in that mental state. And the only way to have things start moving by at a quick pace again is to participate in life. It's to have the moments of joy because it's the good stuff. And it is the stuff that makes the, the time fly when you're having fun. This is not just some, you know, statement that people came up with, like, <laughs> like the joys in the journey. <laughs> no, but it truly is real. I mean, I love that the days that I'm having so much enjoyment fly by now. Because then it makes me go, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. I knew that by me participating in life again some good things would start to happen and that eventually I would see that clock flying by. And I'm not saying I'm just hoping to make my life go by faster. I just want it to be going by with speed because I'm in a state of loving life. And then it's good to see the time fly because you know that it was like just so saturated with fun that it was like, you know, and I don't know why I get these funny visuals. I always share them with you, but it's like putting sand into a bag and then watching it just finally hit, hit that point of having so much, it just sucks to the bottom of the lake. <laughs> it's like that. It's like, boy, it was just saturated with the good stuff. And then because of it, yeah, it moved quicker. It definitely moved more swiftly. Uh, but I just feel like if I had to choose, you know, safety and comfort, in this middle meh <laughs> or you know putting myself out there where there will be drops and dips and hard times but the spikes will then feel so much more like like just good juicy life like doing the really fun things that are like you don't want them to end and the time is flying by that's that's the stuff we all look forward to right like we finally get this like fun family reunion we've been looking forward to for so long and then that week is just like oh my god it was like a blur but it was a blur because it was so much goodness going on that you never thought of the time you never like you know just wanted to know when it was going to be done or what what's coming next or no you were just living like full life and so yeah think of life as one big big journey and I think that is where you can start to finally see the joy in the journey without it stifling you. Because that really ultimately is is my cautionary tale here with all of this, is that if you think that 
that the journey is the part that's the exciting part and all of that, then you do tend to pump brakes and get away from realizing that the swiftness of action is what's actually going to get you to the things you want. You need to keep moving swiftly and not getting distracted by the mundane little things, you know, because I could spend the whole day today cleaning my house. I could do that every day because no matter what, we're living in it. So there's constantly messes being made. There's constantly things being done. But is that at all in line with hitting the goals that I have right now and the things that I feel passionate about and that I want to see through to fruition? No, (laughs) it's not going to help that at all. So only use those sort of monotonous activities, those boring like ritual things that you have to get done during times of needing a reset and like giving yourself a break and a pause and because they still need to happen, right? Like I can't just not clean my house ever, but I do it now when I need to take a little step away to get some more inspirational downloads and then I go right back to what I need to do. And that in that way, I keep the day sort of fresh and fun and I still check the boxes of the things I'd rather procrastinate. And it's a good way to keep moving swiftly forward and enjoying the ride and having fun along the way and lots of those little wins and then take the pause out to have a celebration, but it doesn't have to be a day off. (laughs) The celebration doesn't have to be a big dinner out. It can just be an acknowledgement through words, like to your loved ones of like, look what happened, ring the bell maybe, whatever it is, a pause out to be like, yes, just it's an acknowledgement an acknowledgement point. It's a pause for like a little celebratory, like, "Mm, yep, did that. You know, get a little happy for yourself. That's okay. And let that pride sort of sink in and then don't get all caught up in yourself and don't get too boastful about it or like carried away with like this huge, like, oh, look at me. No, move on, (laughs) move to the next and keep going. And like, then you get to have more of that joy along the path. You know, you sit and relish too long in the same achievement. And it's like, uh, so like the Facebook group situation, there's lots of people making money off Facebook groups these days. And the ones that stop to be like, Hey, look at me. I made a thousand dollar months for whatever, you know, selling toothpaste or whatever they're doing. Um, and they're like, posting online about it and they're talking about it and they're thinking it's going to be a big advertising point for like work with me I'll help you get $100,000 a month selling toothpaste well the problem is while they're sitting there boasting about that someone else is still doing the work of giving to their community of helping them to further their company of showing them all of the insight of how they did it or whatever they're doing and that versus just sitting there going hey look at me look what I did come follow me come do what I'm doing like the people who are still in there doing the actual stuff they're the ones actually making more progress they're serving other people they're helping them along the way they're looking behind them to say hey come with me not look at me and then those are the people who are going to keep on having more to celebrate So like if you're stopping to pause a little too long and getting a little too full of your own accomplishments, there's still other people pedaling away, you know, like don't start celebrating in the middle of the race when they're because you pass that mile marker, you know, because there's plenty of people who pass that mile marker and they're still running. So that's sort of the caution in all of this is just be real aware of taking the time to acknowledge and have 
internal feel good, like rewards happening. Like if you are a grieving person and then you finally got out of the house and you got to the grocery store, that might feel small to so many people. It is not small. It is big and it deserves for you to feel pride in that, for you to maybe let your friends know and say, hey, guess what I did? They'll give you a little love back. But all the while, be setting your next goal to next time, not just be able to go to the grocery store, but to have a conversation with the the lady at checkout, to also like, you know, you're going to celebrate with, um, you know, going to the beach the next time or somewhere that's a little further of a drive or some, you know what I'm saying? Like, Keep setting the next goal for yourself and keep moving towards it while you also celebrate what you've done. (laughs) So many people don't celebrate themselves and what they're accomplishing. I mean, even I will say I'm guilty of this. I can look back and say, man, I have done a whole heck of a lot since the loss of my husband. And it is pretty rare that I pause to say oh yeah, you know what? I did do that. I set out for this and I did accomplish that. But most of the time with me, it's not so much about because I'm too getting too stagnant. It's kind of the opposite. I'm still like running forward. So sometimes I just need to pump my brakes a little bit um, because it's not a sprint. You know, it really should be a little bit more of the marathon and like just slow down a little bit and, and keep working steadily. But, you know, don't run too fast and miss everything along the way either. You know, it can kind of go either way, get a little too complacent in it all. And like, oh, look at me and not doing anything extra or just keep doing, 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 doing. And then you forget to acknowledge the, you know, or slow down even long enough to really just relish in what you've done. Um, I know it's easier from an outsider's point of view to look at someone else's life and go, wow, look at everything they've done. Because I hear from people all the time going, you know, I, I know that Barry'd be so proud of you. Look what you're doing. Look what you've done. And sometimes I forget to realize, you know what? He probably is so proud of me. I don't even know if he thought I could balance the checkbook without him, which is funny because we kind of did a lot of that stuff together anyway. But I know for sure when he was passing, there was a lot of worries that came up around my ability to manage it all on my own. Um, And probably just because he knew as well as I did that we lived our lives fully together. Um, And so everything was sort of accomplished as a team. So neither one of us really would want to look forward to having to do all of that on their own. Uh, and so I think he just had worry in that way, but there's not a doubt in my mind that he's not blown away by everything I've done. I just sometimes forget to stop and say, yeah, you know what? Like maybe Father's Day would have been a great time for me to actually pause. I should have done this and just really be like, you know what? I know that if you were here, you'd be giving me a big hug for all of this. And I should be doing that for myself a little more often and just going, you know, when times get hard, that's a really good time to just stop and take inventory of how far you've come and be like, you know what, it might feel hard right now, but dang, look what I've already done. I have more than the ability within inside me to get through this. And it helps you just get that nudge past that next hurdle. (laughs) So I hope that that resonated for some of you out there and for anybody that uses that expression all the time, the joy is in the journey. (laughs) Be careful. You might be causing some eye rolls (laughs) when you say it, but um, if you really are aware of what you're saying and, you know, I think fill in the blanks for people a little bit with a little more than just, you know, 
words like that, especially if you're at the top, you know, the best way is not to just say phrases like that to those below you, but to throw them a rope <laughs> when you throw the line and the line doesn't have to be a handout or any of that. It can just be some sage advice, encouragement, um, direction to somebody else who hasn't gotten to where you are. It feels really good to you. It feels a lot less cliche to the person <laughs> who's grabbing the rope from behind you and um and it doesn't feel so cringeworthy as to think that you know stop and enjoy the journey like forget the fact that like I'm up here driving my my bends and you know you're struggling to get there like this is the fun part you're gonna tell me this hard work I'm doing right now is the fun part and you driving that bends is not <laughs> it's hard to grasp right so whatever the carrot is that people are like you know racing towards whatever end goal I said bends but fill in the blank with whatever you're hoping to achieve and just remember that there is a little bit of truth to the fact that the journey's the fun part if you let it be fun and you stop to acknowledge all that you're doing along the way <laughs> and then of course the end goal is still gonna feel so good but just remember it won't be your end goal because you're gonna very quickly set new ones and be pushing yourself to get to the next thing so technically even getting that bends is still along the journey right it's not actually the end goal you just can't see it yet because once you get there you're gonna want the you know next thing whatever it is the trip to Cancun I don't know <laughs> so all of it is the journey Okay, so life is the journey and it is the joy. So celebrate your life, celebrate your accomplishments, celebrate you. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna go do is celebrate some of my wins and keep working towards the, the greater goal. <laughs> and I hope you guys have a great week and I'm very grateful for you joining me on this journey and I hope you continue to come back. All right guys, thanks again.